In his word, there is freedom. And in his word, there is liberty. In his word, there is healing. In his word, there is deliverance. In his word, there is something that is called freedom. You have the freedom. Your soul is free. Your life is free. It is his word. Because out of that word is that you and I live here today. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. As we, as we are still standing, Father, I want to give you all the glory. I give you all the honor and adoration of God. For a time and a moment like this, oh God, I exalt your mighty holy name. That you have, oh Lord. Out of the many, oh God, today, oh God. You have sent forth your word through me, oh God. I speak not of my own understanding. I speak not of my own ability, oh God. Father, not my words, oh God, by your words, oh God. Father, not my glory, by your glory, oh God. This morning, oh God, is all about your glory, oh God. You watch your word to perform, oh God. You watch your word into existence, oh God. Your worship, oh Lord, today, oh God, our worship today, affirm your word for us today, oh God. And I am honored, oh God, and we are honored to be in your presence, oh God. Thank you. Glorify yourself, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Can we please have our seat? Hallelujah. Amen. Who is happy to be in the house of the Lord? Amen. I am going to technology today because my printer didn't work. God help me. Amen. This year, uh, the team for this year is what? Who can tell me the team for this year? I teach Sunday school, so I do a little quiz sometimes to declare his praise. Hallelujah. This is the year we are going to declare his praise. And uh, this month, we've been talking about self-control. Is that true? Yes, we've been talking about self-control. And uh, I, th I think two weeks ago, the man of God talked about the evidence of self-control. And last week, um, we had Minister Fulari talked about self-control in the, in the context of the word, the mind, that is the thought. That I wasn't here, but I know in the letter that I had from the YouTube, as I was working, uh, the letter that I had in between my patients, Ken, all that I had, that we need the mind of Christ and the law of what? Of the Lord. In order for that, in order for us to be able to control our thoughts, we need a mind of Christ and the laws of the Lord. Hallelujah. We are still under self-control, but today in the context of the, the tongue, everybody say the tongue. How many of us have said words that, that has hurt somebody before? If your words, if your, the words that came out of your tongue hurt somebody, or you have been hurt by the words of somebody. I believe we've all have been there before. And today, 
that same lips we used to worship our God. He was right here with us, and he's still right here with us. Those same lips, we communicated with our maker. With those same lips, we declared that, yes, he is Lord. With those same lips, we worshiped our God. And with those same lips, we used to hurt others. We used to hurt ourselves. Those same lips, it is very tiny. At a very tiny part of the body, but it carries power. Have you ever thought about why? When somebody says anything, or the words that comes out of somebody has so much impact on you or has an effect on you. It's because you and I are out of words. That is how we came into being. Bible says in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word came to dwell. It became flesh among you and I. And we are that image of that word that came into being as a flesh. And that is why words impact us so much. That is why the tongue is of great importance to be mindful of. We need to pay attention to the tongue. Even though it is small, it says big stuff. It can give someone life. And it can also destroy someone. It can discourage, and it can encourage. We always take the words for granted. But guess what? We are not supposed to take the words that we say for granted because the words that we say are the words that he puts in our heart. Before the tongue says anything, there is a what? A communication. There is an internal process between the mind and the heart. Because the Bible makes me understand that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Out of the abundance of you and I, our heart, the mouth declares. It projects. And sometimes the projection that comes out, it pierces the heart. Sometimes those words discourage. Sometimes those words heals. It gives hope. Out of the abundance of the heart. And that is why I, I agree with the psalmist David. He says, Lord, guard my heart. And put a door to my lips. So if we can be able to control our tongues, beloved, we ought to what? Control our hearts. It begins right here. Whatever we got to say, it's got to come from within. I know sometimes we say, oh, I wasn't thinking. What was I thinking? Hallelujah. The test given to us today is uh, James chapter 1, verses 19, and Proverbs chapter 10, verses 19. If I can have that on the screen, that would be great. Hallelujah. We will go, we'll start with James chapter 119. It says, My dearly beloved brothers, understand this. Everyone must be quick to hear and slow to speak and slow to anger. It says, well, we should be quick to hear, right? It does not mean, 
it doesn't mean like just brush it off. No. Being quick to hear is carefully and paying attention. You carefully pay attention to what you hear. What he tells you. What someone tells you. But what? Be slow to speak. In the same context, what? Carefully think about what you say. Don't rush it through. Don't rush it through. Slow to speak. Don't speed it. How many of us drive? We all drive. Most of us drive. And sometimes the speed that we go is not where we take it everywhere. The speed on the highway is not the same speed that you use in the neighborhood. When you are speeding on the highway and you are getting close to a town, you got to slow down. It is not the same speed. You think, that I'm, you think about it, oh, I'm, heading, I'm getting close to town, so I got to slow down. Because if you don't slow down, what happens? You get a ticket. If you don't get a ticket, somebody gets hurt. You can knock somebody down. If we don't slow our tongue, we hurt others. Let's go, let's go to Proverbs, our second one. Proverbs chapter. Uh, let's go to Proverbs chapter 10 verses 19, please. When there are many words, sin is unavoidable. But the one who controls his lips is wise. Where there are many words, you cannot avoid sin. There is no way you will not offend somebody. When you are going 70 miles per hour in the neighborhood, there is no way. There is no way, beloved, that you will not hurt somebody or not hurt yourself. Going, going, going 70 miles per hour in the neighborhood, in the city, can hurt you and can, it can help somebody else. And that's what we need to what? We need to guard our what? Our speed. And that's why we have those signs. It gives us the limits, right? As we are approaching. Driving on the highway, we are like, we are going 60, 65, and we are woo, woo, woo. But as we are going close, to the city, if you don't pay attention, if you don't pay attention, what happens? I don't want to put my sister on the spot, but she and I went on a trip somewhere close to northern um, uh, Norfolk. Thank you. We were, we were just talking, and we were just we were cruising it. We were just cru the hair legs were just on it. We were not we were just not paying attention. And all we saw was like way, way, way behind us. Because we had got close to town and we, were for, we forgot that we're still enjoying like 60, 65 miles per hour. That's how we were enjoying it. We weren't paying attention. And all we said was, oh, we, we, we didn't even see it. We are so sorry. We were not paying attention. How often do we pay attention to the things we say? How often do we pay attention to the things we say? 
the words that comes out of our mouth, do we just say them? Or do we pause to think about it? Have we ever thought about that? I don't think so. Because we, be, we, we believe and we know that the words are ours. So we say it anyhow, anywhere we want it. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 3 says, He who, who guards his mouth thinks before what? Speaking. When you guide your mouth, when you guide your tongue, you think before you what? You think before you what? Speak. Because the words that come out of our mouths, it projects life. So if you are not careful, you might, you might cause somebody's death. But beloved, my Bible makes me understand that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And therefore, our Father tells us what? To guard our hearts. He tells us to what? Guard our hearts, for it is the source of what? Life. Guard your hearts, for it is the source of what? Life. The life that you are trying to declare into your life and to others is right here. It's right here within. And that's why you can teach the person to do all that they want to do. But if the heart ain't right, it's still, it's still got to come out wrong. You can teach them all that you want to teach them to say all that they want to say. But if the heart ain't right, I'm sorry. They will still get it wrong. As much as they will teach you to say what you want to say, if your heart is not right with God, if your heart does not seek for his wisdom, then whatever we say is in vain. Whatever we say is in vain. Matthew chapter 12, 35 says, A good man speaks what? Or does good stuff, brings forth good things. But the evil man, what? Brings forth what? Evil stuff. So whatever that is within you is what you produce. So you can tell me you, you have apples within you and you are producing banana. It can be right. It can never be right. When we go to Proverbs chapter 16, verses 23, and I want it on the screen, please. And this is what we are going to focus mostly on. Most of our stuff are going to come from Proverbs. Because there is one thing that I came to understand in Proverbs. That the writer of Proverbs seeks for nothing but for wisdom. You and I in this day will seek for wealth, education. Oh, we got to climb up the ladder. Yes. But Solomon asked for nothing but for wisdom. Wisdom to understand who his maker is. Wisdom to understand his purpose in life. 
wisdom to instruct his mouth. Proverbs chapter 16, 23 says, A wise heart instructs its mouth and increase learning with its speech. A wise heart. A heart that is wise is a heart that seeks after God. And that's what I was telling you this morning, that the worship was right. A heart that seeks after nothing else but after Christ, after the word that is perfect, the word that is good, a heart that yearns, a heart that craves for nothing else but for the word of God, a word that yearns to know him more. Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all things shall be added unto you. Likewise, he says, thy word have I keeping in my heart that I might not sin against thee. It is your word. It is his word. It is his word that will guide me from all sinning. It is his word that will guide me from saying the things that is right. The word that I keep in my heart. How often do we yearn to keep his words in our heart? Even to communicate with him, it is the word in his word in our heart. That is how we're able to relate to him. The word in our heart. What are we putting in our heart? How often do we seek the word? We all are guilty. If we end Sunday, the Bible can wait. Beloved is not just seeking the word, but understanding and studying the word. I like the King James Version so much. It says what? A heart of the wise teaches his mouth and art learning. When you have God's wisdom, that is his knowledge. Because he's the only one that gives wisdom and understanding. You know what to say. Not just know what to say, but what, when to say it and how to say it. Knowing the word alone is not enough. You got to know when to say it. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 15, verses 28. Proverbs chapter 15, verses 28. It says, The heart of the, of the righteous steadieth to answer, but the mouth of the wicked poureth out evil things. Hallelujah. And I have a version over here that I want to read. I think it's the amplifier version. It says, The heart of the righteous thinks carefully the heart of the righteous thinks carefully about how to answer in a wise and appropriate manner, in a wise and appropriate time. You don't just speak. You don't just let the, the tongue does what it wants to do. It needs to be guarded by wisdom from the heart. Wisdom that is acquired from God. 
a continuous studying of his word, a continuous understanding of his word, and a heart that is right with God. A heart that stands right with God. A heart that seeks for nothing but the things of God. A heart that put God first. A heart that does not seek for their own pleasures. A heart that seeks for God's glory to be manifested. When you know the glory is not yours, you pause and you ask yourself, how does he want me to say it? How does he want me to go about it? And even when does he want me to say it? It brings me a story of the adulterous woman. When the Pharisees brought him to Jesus and said, yes, she has committed adultery. And yes, she, she definitely did. And they were ready to stone her to death. That was, that was your words. Their words were to stone her. And as they approached Jesus, and I kept reading, I, 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 I didn't understand why. He stooped so low. As they kept asking him, this woman has caused adultery. She needs to be stoned to death. He stooped so low. And he kept writing. He had every power and authority to speak at that moment. But he slowed down. But he slowed down. The son of man is able to slow down. How much you and I. The son of man is able to, to cool down how much you and I. And as he stood up, the words that came out of his lips. If none of you. If none of you. If none of you have committed no sin. Be the first one to cast that stone. That is wisdom. That is wisdom. That is his knowledge. He stooped low. He had every right. He had every power in him. He was the son of God. But he slowed down. He did not rush to judge. His words is not here to judge you and I. His words did not come to destroy you and I. God did not send Jesus Christ to condemn you and I. He did not send God, Jesus Christ, to tell you how low you are. To tell you how unworthy you are. He sent his son to lift you up. Your words got to lift somebody up. Beloved, your words got to lift somebody up. He sent forth his word to heal our diseases. He sent forth his word, his son, Jesus Christ, to give us hope, to give us peace. Why can't we declare hope into somebody's life? Why can't we declare hope into somebody's life? Declare it in your life, even if you don't want it in somebody else's life. Jesus, the word has power. And so does our tongue have power. It has power. 
It has power. Hallelujah. Not only did he what? Take it slow. But one thing that we, I have come to learn and understand as I was studying, he speaks and he speaks gently. God sent forth his son. Not, even though he was what? He is what? The lion of the tribe of Judah. He did not come as a lion, but he came what? As a what? As a lamb. That is how gentle he came. God sent forth his word as gentle. He delivered the word unto us as gentle. In the form of a lamb. In the form of a sweet lamb. The words that we deliver has got to be gentle. It's got to be gentle. It was how he presented his word unto us. It was how we were able to what? Come to him. Because it was gentle. So we were able to approach him. He came as a lamb. And that's how we were able to go to him. Because we had no fear that he was going to judge us. We had no fear. Proverbs chapter 15, verses 1 to 2. He says, A soft and gentle, a soft, gen, a soft, gen, a soft and a gentle, thoughtful answer. Okay, let me read it over here. A gentle answer turns away anger, but a, but a harsh word stirs up wrath. A tongue of the wise make, makes knowledge attractive, but the mouth of the by the mouth of fools, blast out foolishness. I want to repeat it again. It says, a gentle answer turns away anger. But a harsh, but a harsh word stirs up wrath. The tongue of the wise makes knowledge attractive. But the mouth of fools, blast out foolishness. His gentleness and his meekness took away all the pain in us. His gentleness and his meekness, it took away all our doubts. We're able to run closer to him. How often does our words come out? Does it cause people to rush to you to come for wisdom? Or does it stare people away from you? Self-control. We are trying to control what? The tongue. We want to put the tongue into check. We are putting the tongue in its place. That is in, in the place of what? His word. Let the words that come out of our mouth be gentle. Let it be soothing to the soul. Let not our words steer our routes. Let not our words 
bring chaos. Many a times, we say it and we drop it and we are gone. And there is chaos. You're like, bye. And people are hurting because of the things that we have said. Maybe you are like, well, I don't say stuff. I've just been hurt by stuff. I say them because I've been hurt by the words somebody has said. Today is your day and your moment to ponder on it. He did not send his word, his son, to condemn you. He sent for his son to give you life, to give you peace, to give you understanding, to give you freedom, to give you liberty. His words he sent for to encourage you and I in times of difficulties. I don't know about you today. What has been going through your mind? And above all, what is going through your heart? Think about it. Right within your heart. How often do we what, seek to know him? How often do we seek? How, do we even yearn? Or we come because somebody says we should come. Oh, well, I got to come because maybe pastor is going to call me and say, oh, I didn't see you on Sunday. So I got to come to church for pastor to see me. Are we yearning for our own? Are we yearning? And when, when the minister was leading what she said, when I'm standing here to worship, you don't get it. I cannot do it for you. She has that intimacy. She knows that it's not by her will. It's not her doing. But there's got to be somebody upstairs. That all that she is, is because of him. And that's why she's got to utter those words to glorify God. Because at the end of it all, at the end of it all, it is to God's glory. You are not at the end of it all. We do not belong over here. The judgment is not now. He sent for his word to give us hope. That there is a place for us. That if only we can control these lips. If only we can control ourselves. We have a place. With the Father. Control and tame the tongue. Guard the tongue. Watch what you say. What what? Is right here within your heart. Because what is within you will bring, there is no way it's, it's got to come out. What is within will surely come out. You cannot hide it. My grandma used to say this all the time. 
that your beauty might take you, but it's what is within will sustain you. The knowledge or whatever you think you have might get you there, but it's what is within that will sustain you. If what is within ain't right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you can do all you want to do. But the, the heart's got to be right. It's got to be right with God. It's got to be in a right standing with our Father. Because that's how you are going to account for it. The heart. That is wise. If you don't remember anything. Like I tell my Sunday school people, you got to say at least something. A heart that is what? Wise. And a heart that is right with God. A righteous heart. Hallelujah. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you and I honor you, O God. I thank you for your word, O God, that has come unto us. Father, O Lord, our helper, you said you will not take away from us, but you will send it unto us. And that's why you sent for the Holy Spirit. It is tough and it's hard. But with your spirit, O God, as our helper, Father, we will be able to accomplish it. Enable us to guard our hearts. Enable us, O God, to seek your knowledge and your understanding. Enable us, O God, to stand right with you, O God. That we may be able to declare that which you have called us. We thank you, O we honor you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Come on, give glory to Jesus. Come on, give glory to Jesus. Say, Lord, help me with my tongue. With my tongue. The same tongue that we use it to pray. It is one of the greatest instruments that God has placed in us. Because what we declare, he says, whatever you declare on this earth, it shall be what? Done in heaven. What I know is that when the tongue is no longer there, speech is lost. The tongues is, is what helps control the ability for your speech to come out in a way that someone can hear you. So we need a tongue that is able to project what God has destined for us. We need a tongue that is able to speak what he has ordained for us. A tongue that is carries fire. A tongue that carries life. That when you see your brother and your loved ones, your sisters, your wives and your husbands, let me get there. The woman of God will not get there, but I'll get there because I can't. 
by God's grace and his mercy. How do you speak to your husbands and your wives? What do you project out of your mouth to your children? Do you speak words of encouragement into their, their destiny? Do you speak life into their destiny? Or do you speak about their situation? The woman had committed adultery. But Jesus was not concerned about telling her of the sin that she had committed. She was more concerned about, he was more concerned about telling her what she has to do next. Is that do not sin no more. Because there is something about you that this adultery is not your destiny. This adultery is not who you are. They are thrown stones called the stone of adultery. But I came to speak life into you. That you are not meant to be in this very place. So go and sin no more. He said, get up and go and sin what? No more. There is a place for all of us. There is a place God has for you. Stop dwelling in the pain and in the affliction and speaking about the pain and affliction all the time. Speak life into your own very soul. Speak life into your brothers and sisters. Speak life into your marriages. Speak life into your children. Yeah. What I can say is what he has said. A very profound statement the woman of God stated. That in the beginning he spoke. And it's that word that carries this world. So we have the ability to speak concerning our situation. To change. Let's stretch our hands to bless the woman of God that the Lord has used today. The Father may this grace continue to reign in her life. And we pray that, Father, may we continue to mount up with the strength to exercise self-control in everything that we say, O oh God. That we shall demonstrate gentleness in our speech. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Give glory to Jesus. Give glory to Jesus. If you are here and you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, this ability of speaking words of truth, words of life, you cannot do it by yourself. Because your flesh is not used to it. Your flesh is trying to basically say, you, if you offend me, I will speak my mind to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Can I get a witness in this house? Because the flesh, when the flesh gets afflicted, some way, somehow, it feels like you got to react. But you see, if you have the spirit of God in you, then no longer, when the flesh gets afflicted, you don't feel it. Why? Because you are ruled by the Spirit of God in you. You get it? So that is why sometimes when people... <laughs> True story. A couple of days ago, I was at work. And I was giving some instructions. I know what I'm saying. I was giving some instructions to some people. And I walked away to go to my office. And some way, somebody decided to come right back to go back to do something else in the conference room. When I got there, Immediately, I saw that they were saying, I was like, oh, what are you saying about me? <laughs> and then, 
you could tell that they were red-handedly caught. And then they started to ask me about where I'm from. I said, how come? <laughs> I've been your boss for all these years. You are now going to ask me where I'm from. You see, man, the words. The words. By force, they have to say something. So come, where are you from again, boss? I said, I don't know. If for all these years you don't know where your boss is from, then you yourself, you have a problem. <laughs> Hallelujah. The words. Speak words that gives life. Amen. It's time for our tithes and our offering. Let's praise and rejoice in God. Amen. And as you bring your tithes and offering, be faithful to it. Not unto man, but unto who? God. God bless you all. Please, if you have your ties and your offering, if you can please.